Welcome to the Call to Serve podcast. An inside look at missionary service and its lifelong impact. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Call to Serve podcast. I'm Nathan, your host, and we have a special guest with us today. Um, she's actually a friend of someone we had on the podcast a little while back. Um, I don't know if you remember the episode with Sadie um, from Apple Valley, California, but uh, her friend Rachel Johnson is coming live from Hesperia, California, and uh, she is getting ready to go. She's like leaving what in less than a week, right? To go serve in in DC South. Yep. That's exciting. How are you today, Rachel? I'm doing great. How are you? Living the dream, living the dream. So <laughs> the first question we love to ask is, what is your story, right? What led you to where you are now, right? Just getting ready to serve a mission. What led you? Um, so it consisted over like a long period of time because I wanted to go into elementary education since I was eight years old. So I had college mapped out, my career mapped out, what I was going to major in. So I didn't really expect to go on a mission because honestly, I just expected to go to school, get married, get my job. Like, and I was super content with that. But um, my sophomore year of high school, we had a substitute in our seminary class and she gave us a piece of paper that had 17 different blessings we could get if we um, spread the gospel, like what blessings you'd receive. And reading the list, a lot of it had to do with like teaching because you're serving a mission. And I was like, this is awesome. Like, this is great. It's exactly what I would like do with my life. I could use all of these blessings. So I kind of just went over it and, you know, I was like, that's cool. Like I'll consider it, you know, and then just moved on and then COVID hit and I had a really hard time with my testimony because we didn't have church anymore and everything was so confusing and there's so much going on in my life that was just making it so hard to, you know, see that light at the end of the tunnel. And my family started doing come follow me every Sunday, me, my aunts, my uncles and cousins. And it was so inspirational hearing my dad and his brothers and my aunts talk about their testimonies and what was so special and important to them. It was honestly amazing to me because it definitely strengthened my testimony and it gave me such a spirit like of just peace and love in our home that we hadn't had in so long that I wanted to spread that to others. And so I told my dad, like, hey, I think I might want to serve a mission. And he's like, you know what? Like, if that's what feels right, definitely pursue it. So I went up to Rexburg and I was at BYUI and I was still on the fence because, you know, I wanted to teach and I wanted to get straight into working. So I just said a prayer to my Heavenly Father, and I was like, hey, like, I'm going to go on a mission. If this is the right thing, like, I know it'll feel right, and I'll feel the spirit. But if it's not, like, I completely understand, and I'll continue doing school. Like, that's a great option as well. So I was just living my life, just kind of praying about it and committed to it. And one night, I just had the strongest sense of clarity that if I didn't go on a mission, I would regret it the rest of my life. So from that night forward... I completely just was all in on going. I took a missionary prep class and just started my papers and everything. Wow. That's excellent. That's a really cool story. Yeah. Really cool. And just how, you know, things were kind of cloudy and then, you know, part of just 
getting closer to the family, doing come follow me, just it seemed to be a little more clear. That was just kind of like the first step, right? And yeah, creating that clarity. That's really cool. Yeah. That's really cool. <clears throat> that's awesome. I mean, that's one of the blessings that that did happen or that did come because of COVID, right? <laughs> yeah, seriously. Come follow me actually really helped a lot. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the, I guess the Come Follow Me program was out before, but like specifically, yeah, I think most of us really got into it whenever we didn't have the opportunity to go to the church or like to, to go to Sunday school or things like that, right? Yeah, most definitely. Not having church every Sunday was actually really hard because I'd never experienced that before. So Come Follow Me taking its place is actually a huge testimony builder. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. And that's cool that you were able to do that with your extended family too, because I know some people, you know, they don't have, you know, members of their family, at least the extended family that are members. Um, And so that's really, that's really neat that you were able to do that. Yeah. I loved it because my cousin was preparing to go on a mission during come follow me. So I got to watch her do that too, because she ended up serving in London. So it was so amazing. Yeah. Excellent. I'm sure that was inspiring too, you know, to help, help with that decision to decide to serve. So, um, and remind me, so did you, I mean, it sounded like you had the, the, um, the impression or idea to serve a mission prior to going to BYUI, right? Yeah. But then you went to school just for a little while, probably just to get out of the house and just kind of, I guess, practice living alone for a little while, living on your own at least. Yeah. And then, so did you, how did you see that your roommates or how did your time at BYUI affect that, that decision? Um, well, I grew up in a hometown, like my hometown, there's not a lot of LDS people. So um, honestly, I just didn't see a lot of like the church's influences or like a lot of people I hung out with that had the same goals as mine. So when I went up to school, I had a return missionary roommate who kind of talked about it with me. And then all my friends were my age preparing to go on a mission. So it was just so nice because it was so inviting just knowing that people had this similar like beliefs to mine. And it was just such an uplifting environment. Like up at school, it's so it's so different. I really liked Rexburg's environment because it made me so excited to just, you know, have that foundation of the church and be able to spread that. It's true. It's true. I mean, when you're, <clears throat> well, it was funny the other day, cause I actually, I live in Rexburg right now and it was, it's funny because we were talking the other day. It's like, you know, we wonder how many people come to BYUI like as like not a member of the church. I mean, granted there are already like not too many, but I wonder yeah. how many come in as like a non-member and then leave a member. Like, I wonder what the, yeah. the just, I'm just curious, but just when you're surrounded with so many people that are members of the church that share, you know, most of them share the mm-hmm. same, same values, same morals. Um, you know, obviously you get those that don't, um, right, yeah. just have come cause it's cheap, but yeah, I got that a lot. <laughs> yeah. And which is, I mean, it's nice, but it's, it's also just like, yeah, you just, it's nice being around people that have, you know, for the most part, share the same, the same morals, same standards, same values. Yeah. Took me a semester to find those people. It's there's definitely a lot of people who come for the cheap tuition. Yeah. Yep. Usually all the off campus parties and things like that are the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you'll find those. But anyways, you'll find them anywhere you go. 
but um but yeah so that's that's an excellent story thanks so much for for sharing that um of course so in terms of preparation for the mission what have been some things you've been doing to get ready um i had a friend that's been super interested in the church like one of my close friends so i've actually been having once a week missionary lessons for the past month with her so i've been able to teach with the missionaries just kind of understand like the lessons and how they teach by the spirit it's definitely i'm like a hands-on learner so it's so nice to watch them give the lessons to my friend who doesn't know about the church and like see how they approach everything. And my mom recently has been taking the missionary lessons. So I've gotten to do that with her and her boyfriend and help teach and be there as well. So I've been going to missionary lessons twice a week for the past two months. That's really cool. That's, that's a neat experience because, you know, so many times, you know, we, we, we don't do that before the mission. Yeah. Yeah. The fact you're able to do that and, you know, and have it be so close to home, right. You know, mm-hmm. you're, you said your mom is starting to take the lessons. That is, that's so exciting. Yeah. It's been super nice because it's so comforting to know that they're my age. They're people just like me who made the same decision I'm making and just watching them, you know, share their testimonies. And it's just so pure that they're coming to really bring people closer to Christ. And I think it's really inspiring yeah that's true and there's there's so many things you know sometimes as a missionary there's so many things that you it seems like you have to think about right i mean because preach my gospel says there's so there's so much yeah. and you know whether it's like teaching with your companion or like how to begin teaching or adjusting the teaching to the needs or like teaching simply using scriptures primarily using the book of mormon it's like there's just so many things um and that's all just in addition to the basic doctrines right right yeah and that's really cool that you're able to i guess just kind of get your feet wet in that in that regard just to start you know seeing how other people do it seeing how they do it not just seeing how they do it but also jumping in right sharing some scriptures sharing some personal experiences um that's, that's a pretty big deal just just to be able to learn that because i mean yeah you get some of that in the missionary training center um but not 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 as much yeah. as, as you could i mean they do as much as they can yeah. but i mean really the missionary training center has got to start when you're young mm-hmm. young young yeah <laughs> it's just so nice watching them like invite the spirit and lead, like teaching by the spirit so i think that's really cool to see yeah that's excellent you just have been able to feel that because there's definitely a distinct feeling that comes when the spirit is present, as many of you know, our you know, our listeners, you know, you know, um, you know, you felt the spirit before, right? Whether it's during personal study or not, but there's a special spirit that comes, you know, during those missionary discussions, whether with Definitely. someone who's not yet baptized or who's a recent convert. Mm-hmm. For sure. And it just, it makes your home feel so blessed afterwards. Like that spirit definitely stays. And I just, it's, it's really just changes the whole environment. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So that's excellent. And so if there's anyone listening to this podcast, um, that's, you know, maybe on the fence about serving a mission, Rachel, what would you tell them? Um, uh, these scriptures honestly really help me in Doctrine and Covenants when I have a decision to make 
because sometimes it's really hard when you're faced with two really good decisions, like going to school or going on a mission, something like that. And my dad always told us these verses growing up because it's perfect for a situation like that. And it's Doctrine and Covenants 9, and the verses are 8 through 9, and they say, But behold, I say unto you that you must study it out in your mind. Then you must ask me if it be right. And if it is right, I will cause that your bosom shall burn within you. Therefore, you shall feel that it is right. But if it not be right, you shall have no such feelings. But you shall have a step or of thought that shall cause you to forget the thing which is wrong. Therefore, you cannot write that which is sacred, save it be given you from me. So it basically talks about just praying to Heavenly Father and asking asking that question, but coming to him with a plan, not just being like, hey, Heavenly Father, I have these two options, like tell me which road to go down because I'm really stuck. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad would always just tell us, you know, jump on one decision, do what you think is right and come up with a plan and bring it to Heavenly Father and be like, I want to go down this road. I want to make this decision. And if you get a good feeling about it and things start working out and you feel that spirit, then go that way because it's the right way to go. And if you come to him and you just don't feel that spirit and you're not feeling that much motivation and you're still confused, then you know that you should probably pick up a different plan or try something different. Yeah. I think, I mean, I think that's so simple. Yeah. Yeah. Some, like a lot of times I feel like we still struggle with it. (laughs) It's so simple. It's like, okay, take some time, slow down, think about it. Yeah. Maybe write down the pros and cons, maybe, um, think about, okay, like if I do this, then I'll become this type of person. Is that who I want to become? Right. Yeah. Do I want to study that because that's who I'll kind of associate with, or that's who I'll be working with. Like, do I want that to be the case? Um, or, you know, there's just different, there's so many different things to consider. And right. so I, I like that you brought up that scripture because yeah, we really do need to study it out. You know, if you're thinking about serving missions, study it out, you know, take some time and give it some real thought, you know, put your phone down, turn it off, turn it on mute, silence the notifications, whatever airplane mode, however you want to phrase it. (laughs) Yeah, totally. (laughs) Just unplug for a little while and give the Lord that time, or rather give yourself that time to think about it (laughs) then go to God. Yeah. So yeah, just that's what I did with my mission. You know, I just told the Lord I was going to go on a mission. That was my plan. And I knew if something started not working out, or if I didn't feel that clarity, I would have been like, you know what, I'll just get my degree. Like that's totally fine. But I prayed about it and said I was going. And then I started getting that clarity and things started lining up and it, it was perfect for me. And so I was like, well, that's the Lord's plan for me. And I am going to do it. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. And I like what you said, you know, you know, if you have that, that time with like the stupor of thought or like, you don't, you feel like, ah, maybe I shouldn't do that. Then just do something, start acting and then God will direct you. Yeah. Which is cool because you know, that's what, that's what you did, right? You went to school first and then just kind of just felt right. So Mm -hmm. that's excellent. Well, in closing here, wanted to ask a question that's uh, um, one, one of my personal favorites, and that's just what scripture stories have inspired you throughout your life, whether that's, you know, while you were, you know, kind of going through that, that COVID phase or like, you know, when you were at school or, even when you were when you were younger, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, what stories inspired you? Honestly, one that's always stuck out to me as a kid 
Um, like my whole life has been the story about like Abinadi. I'd watch those living scripture videos and like the one of him always was so inspiring because, you know, he left the city and he was inspired to go back and still preach the word of God, even though he knew like he could die for going over there. And he, there were so many odds stacked up against him. Like, obviously that's not the easy decision. Like I probably wouldn't want to go. I'd be so scared. But I think it's so powerful to just understand that, you know, some people aren't going to agree with you. Some people don't share those morals and beliefs or some people um, just, you know, aren't going to agree with you. And that can be so hard sometimes. And I loved how he had the courage and he knew with like God on his side and the companionship of the Holy Ghost that he would do what he needed to do. And I think it's so incredible, like standing up for what you believe in against all odds and doing what you need to do, you know? Yeah, it's definitely a very powerful, powerful story. Ben and I really showed a powerful example of just courageous, just powerful testimony. Yeah, seriously. So, and I like, I like what you said, you said, you know, with the companionship of the Holy ghost and God on his side, you know, he just did what he needed to do. Yeah. That's, you know, for all of us, you know, if we have the companionship of the Holy ghost with us, if we have God on our side, which we will have God on our side, if we have the Holy ghost with us. <laughs> right. And so like, if we have those things, then really, really we can do anything because exactly. if it's God's will, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. thank you so much for for sharing your story and your insight your experiences rachel it's been a pleasure having you on the podcast um any final thoughts before we go um just pray and read your scriptures honestly that usually holds the answer to everything but yeah thank you so much for having me of course yeah pray and read your scriptures it's uh simple but uh powerful so yeah. do it thanks so much and you're going to be a great missionary over in dc south yep thank you so much If you or someone you know is preparing for or currently serving a mission, check out the Called to Serve Mission Journals using the description below. They are specific to each mission and are based on the state or national flag. They've got a nice clean look. And Elder Richard G. Scott once said, Write down in a secure place the important things you learn from the Spirit. You will find that as you write down precious impressions, often more will come. Also, the knowledge you gain will be available throughout your life, close quote. The official Call to Serve mission journals are now live and available for purchase. We now have all the Australia, Mexico, and most of the United States missions live, available now. If you have trouble finding the mission you're looking for, please send us an email at calledtoservepodcast at gmail.com. Tap the link in the description below to pick up your journal today.